Weird Realities explores the paranormal, preternatural, and supernatural worlds that surround us. Here, we delve into those topics that challenge us to think outside the limitations of realism, where we test the boundaries of imagination and are forced to think outside the confines and restrictions of what is normal. We are the creators, the writers, the artists, and the insane. Welcome to our Weird Realities. Happy Thursday, Weirdlings. Are you ready to discuss the awesome, unsavory cinematic thrills that make up this week's Rondo theme? I can tell you they're filthy, edgy, and outrageous. And now let me introduce those bad boys of horror, Mr. Alan Gamboa, Scott Baker, and the master of zombie fiction himself, Mr. Rich Restucci. But before we dive deep into tonight's debauchery, go ahead and hit that thumbs up button to show everybody on the weird team some love. Alan, it's over to you. Hey, thanks, Hallie, and uh, happy Thursday, everybody. We made it this far. Yeah. Right? Another day. <laughs> That's it. Um, we have Grindhouse tonight. Uh, it took us a while to get there, but we've got there. Um, you know, Grindhouse Flicks uh, probably made all of us here. Um, we have Last House on the left, Planet Terror, Machete, and the classic Hobo with a Shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I'm sorry I picked that one, you guys. <laughs> we are too. <laughs> if anyone that's seen it, they, you know. <laughs> it's one of Rutka Hawa's best. <laughs> oh. yeah. yeah, thank God that wasn't his last movie. I was going to say, didn't he die? Um, I hope it wasn't his last. Oh, it still might have killed him. <laughs> I'm sorry, folks. I hadn't seen that movie in years, and then uh, it came to mind when we were spitballing it. And uh, I thought, yeah, okay, I don't have to watch this one again. And then I thought, I better watch it after hearing your <laughs> remark. And uh, we didn't even finish it the first time we watched it. So, well, I digress. But um, Hadley, you want to start us tonight? You've got the oldest movie. I don't. That's Scott. Oh, Scott, here's the last house on the left. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, 1972. You guys oh. picked modern grindhouse. <laughs> I went for the classic. That's right. Well, how about we'll have Hadley do your movie, and you do Hadley's. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right, Scott. I'm starting. You're starting. Cold, man. All right. I picked the 1972 classic, Last House on the Left, directed by one of the masters of horror, Wes Craven. I believe this was his first or one of his first movies before he became, before he fine-tuned his art, let's say. Um, it's typical horror story, uh, real-life real horror story from the 1970s. Starts with this young girl, Marie. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> I got a cough. So, Marie and her friend Sophia uh, going into going into the big city for her Marie's seventeenth birthday. The mother is naturally, as any nineteen seventies. Hi, Jamie. Hey, As anybody's mother would be, she's very upset. She's afraid. Oh, the big city's bad. Uh, Sophie is a bad influence. Um, but anyways, for her 17th birthday, she gives her a piece 
an, uh, 1970s peace necklace. She puts it on. The two girls go in to New York. Of course, the first thing they want to do before they go see the concert is get stoned. So they decide to go looking around for somebody who has some, some grass to sell. Now, at the same time, two gentlemen, i got to refer to my notes here, so bear with me, uh, Krug Stillo, who is a lovable character in this movie. He's in jail, life in three life terms, for killing a priest and two nuns. And he got his son addicted to heroin, so his son would be indebted to him and listen to him all the time. The second one is Fred the Weasel Podolsky. With a name like the Weasel, you know he's a great guy. Uh, he was in jail for being a peeping Tom, assault and battery. Hey, Landa. Hi, Landa. And hey, child molestation. So, I mean, we've covered all the bases on this one here. <laughs> so the two of them had just broke. Krug and Fred have just broken out of jail with the help of Krug's son, and this young girl nobody knows about um, Sadie, which is probably short for sadistic as you <laughs> get farther into the movie. Well, when the two girls, when Marie and Sophie decide they want to get grass, the first person they call on is, of course, the son, Krug's son. So Krug takes him back to the apartment to... It's giving us that Boston steer now. <laughs> them some grass and wait a minute. Am I here? You're here. Am I still here? Yep. Okay. So um they're in the apartment, they get locked in, and pretty much for the next two days, I don't want to go into the graphic detail. Hi, hey, Mark. Mark. Um, the girls are terrorized. Uh one of them is gang raped, the other one is forced to watch. They uh, take them, they, they try to kidnap them, bring them to Canada as hostages. Uh, their car winds up breaking down in the woods, ironically, ironically, right near where, uh, where Mary lives. <laughs> Scott, your book does, your frozen world doesn't come out till tomorrow. Are you acting out of scene? They're at Mary's house. Hey, there Jim. I am. Hi, hey, Jim. Jennifer. Hi, Jen. So while they're in the woods around the house, they continue to torment the girls. Um, some more raping. Um, one of them tries to get away. Uh, they they cut her. She almost makes it to the highway. They uh nab her in a cemetery and stab her to death. Uh, the other girl, Marie, is, is raped, and then she goes walking into the, to the swamp area where they shoot her. The girls are killed. Sadie takes the, um, takes the uh, peace necklace off of Marie and makes it her own, and then they make the absolutely stupid mistake. I mean, are you talking about the Darwin Awards here? The four of them decide, since their car's broken down, they're going to spend the night at Marie's parents' house. So they're there, and they're the nicest, most polite, gentlemanly, and ladylike couple um, that you could ever meet. Sarcasm. 
And the mother sees the necklace and realizes that their missing daughter and her friend were killed by these people. So during the middle of the night, the, the mother and the father plan to get back the people who killed her daughter. And it's some of the best revenge porn you'll ever see and unique ways of doing it. And I got a story to tell you when we're done about the uh, the fight scene at the end between the father and crew. But it's a good movie. Um, it's 1972, early West Craven. There's not a lot of special effects. There's not a lot of great acting. Um, oh, nope. Yeah. But, uh, it's, when is Wes's first movie? I'm his not sure. I'll have to look that up. But it was one of his first, and it's one of his most famous because even for then, I mean, even today, some of the scenes in a, you know, you sit there and you're like, oh man, that's overboard. But uh, yeah, it it really made the Grindhouse uh, scene very popular back then. I now, don't even know what that's about, Jenny. <laughs> what was that? Revenge porn. It's like torture. <laughs> it's like torture porn. And the, the whole idea is, you know, where porn is nothing but sex. Torture porn is the, like hostile. It's nothing but torture. In this movie, it's revenge porn. It's like, okay, they're going to get back at the four people that murdered their, that, <laughs> that murdered their daughter. And, oh, do they do it in a very unique fashion. I mean, yeah. at one point, it almost becomes like a home alone scenario. <laughs> right? The father's preparing Next rated home alone. But I remember when this oh, came out. Let oh, me just finish that. quickly. I would say definitely watch the movie, even if it's not your cup of tea. That I spit in your grave. Um, and then tail end of the genre, like Texas Chainsaw Massacres. These are the movies that keep that kept Grindhouse popular. I think Texas Chainsaw Massacre was the first Grindhouse movie that I I saw really. Yeah, with this one, I always saw it advertised, and it just looked too real for me as a preteen. You know, yeah, it just looked too. Plus, I'm sure my parents wouldn't take me to see it anyway. <laughs> hey, Cecil, we were talking. I was talking about you earlier. You wild thing. His ears were burning. They were. <laughs> um, this was produced by Sean Cunningham. Who went on to make the Friday the Thirteenth movies? Oh, oh well. So, um, this actually, I just looked it up. This was Wes Craven's first movie. It was Wes Craven's first. Yeah. yeah, I can see why he wanted to remake it. Yeah, <laughs> I have to. I have to watch the remake to see what he did. But honestly, I thought he did a. I think he did a brilliant job on it, considering it was his first movie and the budget. One of the things that I loved. Is um, I saw I saw the movie on DVD years ago, and they had the commentary with it, and they were talking to David Hess, who played Crew, the main bad guy, um, and they said to him, "They will never know what they said." Now we have to guess. <laughs> it keeps us in suspense. Let's surmise what she said. <laughs> Cecil, I was saying that you can make serial killers fun. How did you um, get the fights again? When you, oh, 
I keep on telling the CIA to stop monitoring me during these shows. But, <laughs> no, but they asked David Hess, who played Krug, the main bad guy. That is such a realistic fight scene at the end when you... <laughs> when he pulled out the samurai sword right. and then that spaceship yeah. came down. I know, and they dropped all those bananas. It was just... <laughs> <laughs> That was a that and uh, his father were battling with a chainsaw. <laughs> that did look real when they were fighting, though. All right, right, I'm back. <laughs> uh, I'm actually transmitting from a spaceship that's hovering above Earth, so that's why behind me is a hologram. There's some Anunnaki behind me, just like keeping an eye on me. So Are they asked, him, "How did you get that?" Yeah, not yet. <laughs> that's for later. <laughs> But they asked him, how did you get the scene so real? And he goes, oh, my God. He says, that was a real chainsaw. They didn't have the prop to do it. So that scene when the. Now he's getting probed. Uh-oh, yeah. Uh-oh. Other is going after David Hess with the chainsaw. <laughs> the going to kill me. <laughs> but that was that was original. He said, we were slipping all over the floor. We were falling down. The chainsaw was falling beside us. You know, he said if OSHA had been around back then, they would have like, put all of us in jail. <laughs> when when his back's against the door and that chainsaw starts coming through, and he goes, whoa, you know, like for real. Yeah. That's because yeah. he put the chainsaw through the door and nearly killed him. <laughs> I guess that's the way you do it. Well, it was like Night of the Living Dead, George Ramirez. They asked him that scene when you're throwing the um, Molotov cocktails at them and the one catches on fire. How did you make it so realistic? And Ramirez <laughs> said, we were throwing Molotov cocktails and one of the actors caught on fire. Today's actors are spoiled. Yes. <laughs> no chainsaws, no fire. Yeah. <laughs> I... I didn't know what to expect from this movie. And the very first scene when that old guy's checking there, that sweet old man is <laughs> checking the mail and he's talking about the girl. And then at the very last line is, what is she? Such a piece or something like yeah. that. She's, she's a, she's the best looking piece or something. <laughs> yeah. I said something about that to Scott earlier. I was like, oh. what the? And then, <laughs> then she's talking about her breast with her friend later on. It's like, who wrote the, a guy wrote this, yes. obviously. Okay, but let me say this. If that film was made like that same dialogue and everything today, those girls would have been lovers because that one girl, oh, I was like, mm, there's something there. I'm sensing something. They probably just didn't want to go that far, huh? I, I, it they, it, it they had overtones. Well, I read they had some scenes that were deleted from the movie because of how bad they racy. were yes yeah. racy. racy they had actually they had lesbian uh rape scene in it hmm. well in yeah. the movie they you don't see it but they forced the girls to make out together well i guess it went farther but they cut that out uh, well so. it was a, it was a very graphic movie yeah. very it was. and it did not Present the police too well either. <laughs> no. Did you see who that other the young cop was? I yes, did. I was just about to bring that up. Cobra Kai. Yeah. <laughs> Martin Cove. Yeah. John Kreese. I'm Kreese. sure that's one of those movies. He's like, no, I never made that one. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like me. 
I, I will say that there were times in during the movie that I could kind of see what they were going for, like as a director, what he was pushing for, and it just didn't quite get it. I'm, I'm guessing, like the scene after the um, the girls praying over the body of her friend. Oh yeah. And then like everyone looks at like it's like they've realized they've just crossed the line. Yeah, and yeah. and the it's like they had the remorse, but it just didn't have the directing savviness that it needed or the acting savviness. I'm not sure one or the other, but it was, it was interesting. It was an interesting attempt that they were doing with it being so graphic and bloody every other way. Yeah. And I mean, I, I felt bad for the son because he really didn't want to do any of this, but he had to, he was forced, to, but that doesn't, Excuse him. No. Yeah, it doesn't make it okay. It just makes him more sympathetic, I guess. And then when he blow, <laughs> blow your brains out. <laughs> That's a good dad. <laughs> Oops. Uh, Scott's staring at us. Oh, there he goes. <laughs> He's moving. I was also telling Hadley earlier the scene when the mother takes a weasel outside. They tried to film that scene five or six times, and none of them had liked it. It didn't look realistic. So what she finally got the idea to do was she had the actor playing Weasel take the end of his belt and stick it through his fly. So when she's biting down and yanking, she's actually got the fly to his, be wow. uh, his belt. That's, that's why that scene looks so realistic. And that's why I'm sure the three of us cringed when we saw it. Oh, it was cringeworthy. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, you could almost feel that. That was, I spit on your grave-esque. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it, it was brutal. That was brutal. Not that he didn't deserve it. Because no, he did. Yeah. <laughs> you couldn't have made a sleazier character. I mean, no. Yeah. And what was up with his sandals? Did y'all notice that? He had like oh. a suit on and sandals. And I was like, those aren't Birkenstocks. <laughs> he didn't get he didn't want to get rid of his shower shoes that he had. <laughs> hey Jim. Hey Jim. Hey, Jim. Hey, Jim. <laughs> I mean, that was just the 70s style. Yeah. <laughs> and I love the theme music at the end that they played Sadie. The was it Krug and Sadie or something? That song? Yeah. That and you know who music. wrote that song? Oh, David Hess. Who played Krug? He this was his first and one of his only movies. He'd been a songwriter since 1950. He even wrote a song for Elvis Presley. Oh wow! And for some reason, Rex Craven said, "Hey, would you like to be in the movie?" So I found it very ironic that he wrote the song about him and Sadie for the end of the movie. And it, it's like done in like remember the 70s, early 80s sitcoms where they they laugh and they freeze. Yeah, and they're like, oh, yeah. that's how the end was with that song. Yeah. It was it was brilliant. I thought that was the most brilliant part of the movie because it took oh, horrific, horrific things and then they lumped it into this crazy yeah. comedic montage. Song. Yeah. yeah, I mean that, that was uh, did they do that on purpose? I don't know. I, I don't know. It's hard to tell. Wes, Wes Craven is a genius. I love his stuff. Yeah, it's I agree. Too it's too bad we're not getting any more movies from him. No, seventy six was he when he passed away? Yeah, he, he might was, have he been. Was, 
he wasn't that old, you know, as far as yeah. he is nowadays. <laughs> I can't remember. What did he pass away from? Uh, I could look it up. I don't okay. know. It was 2015, I think. Yeah, that was a surprise. Yeah. That was a... Always liked his movies. Hmm. He had, I mean, he was a genius. Oh, yeah. he was. Yeah, he was. Brain tumor. Oh, wow. Yeah. Now, didn't he write some books too, or am I thinking of someone else? He might have. No? I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't sound familiar to me, but. Craven books. Let's see. For some reason, I think he did, but. I think he did. Uh, he wrote um, some horror books. Oh, wait. This looks like it's a fake website, so let's not go there. <laughs> Wes Craven, The Man and His Nightmares, Books, Amazon. Huh. Hollywood Monster, Art of Horror, which has four reviews. Uh, Wes Craven, Interviews, Conversations with Filmmakers. So, See, yeah, he's even, three. Even big time guys don't get all the reviews. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I want to say like one of his movies that he made that I watched, um, Jacob's Ladder. Oh, okay. Thank you, Jenny. Yes. Thank you. So I have to tell y'all, that's my friend from high school and I love her to death, but she tells me like whenever I call, I'll say, Hey, Jenny, this is Heather. She goes, you don't have to follow that up with who that is. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Any friend of yours? <laughs> Typical. She'll be joining the weird crew. She's she's who I was telling y'all about. She's oh, okay. okay, great. Good. Good. Um, he had that red. Was it Red Eye? He did that thriller, Red Eye. Wes Craven did. Uh, with I think that was him. Yeah. Was that yeah. Jodie Foster in the Overnight Flight? No, that was um what the the gal from the Notebook. Oh. Uh, I can't think of her name. Oh, Amy Adams. No. no. Is it Amy Adams? No. Rachel, no. Rachel McAdams? Rachel, Rachel McAdams. Yes, right. Rachel McAdams. They're all the same. Yeah. <laughs> Too many Adams. Too many Adams on the dance floor. Um, and, of course, Scream. Scream was brilliant. Yeah. Yes. We could do a Wes Craven show. Nightmare on Elm Street. Hills Have yeah. Eyes. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, aren't we doing a junk... Aren't we doing a John Carpenter one soon? Yeah. 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 I thought for a minute you were going to say a John Cusack one. I was like, let's don't do any of his recent movies. I know. Well, he was in all. He was in that Stephen King horror movie, The The Cell. Great book. Oh. Terrible movie. Oh. He was also in that one oh. room. I think one four eight eight. Yep. Yeah. Which was actually he was pretty good in that one. Yeah, that was a good flick. Oh, Scream's great. Yes. And uh, that other one that he did, um, Identity, was really good, John Cusack. But he just kind of. I like that series that he did on Amazon, um, Utopia. Was it or Euphoria? Which one was it? Utopia. Anybody? I don't know. Yeah, it was. It was. A, it came out like last year. It was really good, and it's it about um, like. Y'all should watch it because I'm not going to like spoil, but I mean, there's like, there's some overtones that were very, very interesting. That what I think Utopia, it's something like that. It's yeah, not, based it's on a graphic novel. Yeah, I remember seeing it. I mean, seeing the ads for it. The last series I watched was Nicolas Cage's 
the history of foul language. <laughs> Perfect guy for that. Oh, yeah. Well, He'd take one word and do the whole history of that one word. <laughs> well, this was pretty good. I mean, it, it was, like I said, I think that y'all would like it. At least uh, one of y'all will. I don't know if all of y'all will, but at least one. <laughs> but it was it was pretty good. I recommend it. That's, well, we'll have to have Rich check it out. So, so what do we want to give? Volunteer's tribute. What do we want to give? Last house on the left. Uh, I will give it a a three. I didn't enjoy watching it. Mm -hmm. It was hard to watch because it was just too real, in a sense. You yeah. know, acting was horrible. I mean, it was for its time in the movie that it was. I, that's why I give it a three because um, I think if you're a horror buff, that's one you should check out. And a Wes Craven fan, you should check it out. I, th I can agree with that statement. I think, Rich? I, I think I'd give it a three and a half because um, oh, that taught it, me. it was, yeah, <laughs> I, I got a one up. You got a one up. I got to do it. Um, it was, it was, it was Craven's first movie. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just splice scenes uh, for 30 minutes into that and you can have a whole reel of cranks being bitten off there was uh there was a lot of that movie that i didn't like like alan said um but there was a lot of it that i did i th i thought um i thought krug did very well i mean yes the, the movie as a whole most of the actors it, it was definitely their first gig um but i thought he just pulled off a psycho nut job really well. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I've never seen him in anything since. Uh, but uh, like I said, I, I thought he did all right. And there were certain things like I'm not really. I, I get why they had to have the rape portion of it, but I think it was a little bit more explicit than it needed to be. Um, but we're also talking about Grindhouse. And back then, that's what sold. That, that was what it was about. So I'll give it a three and a half. I give it a 2.8 as a movie. But saying that, it is one of the classics. It's one of those movies that you can't talk Grindhouse unless you talk about, you include this movie. In that respect, it's got like a 4.8. But just as a movie as it stands itself, 2.8, and that's only because I thought that David Hess, who played Krug, was just phenomenal. Well, I'm going to say a two. It was very real because there were times when I was those girls, you know, mm -hmm. where and Jenny can testify because, you know, we were crazy back then and we didn't think about things. We talk now and we're like, we're lucky we didn't end up in a barrel because of the stuff we did and seeing that it really brings it home that yeah shitty things happen you know it was a tough movie to watch um i didn't like it. it was very it was very much the time period which it was made the year i was born so you know it was very dated for me but um but it was like i said there were times i could see what he was trying to do and to see that mastery that he's achieved since then He'll mean Wes Craven. It it really, it's worth watching just for that reason alone. 
Yeah, I mean, the difference between men and women, men come back from dates 99.9% of the time. <laughs> you know? So this movie's kind of... Yeah, it's it really, you know, was real. Like you said, I, I it made me cringe a lot. Well, just like, I mean, this and this is just them taking the body, them going to get the daughter out of the water and then taking her body and putting it on the couch. Because at one time I was like, why the hell they get, and then I was like, oh, well, that's their daughter. And I mean, it's like, that was just such a little detail that, I mean, like I said, I'm not used to seeing in that kind of movie that it was, it was good. The, the name for the bad guy, Krug, that was a a great bad guy name. You know, I mean, I think I'm gonna write that into a book somewhere. <laughs> I mean, that, that was a great bad guy name because you crew, yeah. he just sounds brutal, brutish, you know. <laughs> it could have been. Oh, we um, need to ask Jennifer about some of these stories. Someday. I know we need to get her on here. <laughs> right. And Krug, he looked like uh, um, Shane from The Walking Dead. He did. He did. Yeah, he did a different nose, but yeah, same. Yeah. he could have been his dad. I mean, that was yeah. yeah. That's tough. Yeah. Same, same kind of character. <laughs> so who's next? Who's next? How about how about Planet Terror? Because my movie spins off Planet Terror. So okay. does mine. Yeah. So does the other one. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's right. So Planet Terror was my film, and uh, it was uh, I had seen it. I had actually seen it a few times before because I really enjoyed it. I'm a zombie guy, and it's it's zombie-esque. It's full of zombies, actually. Uh, it was directed by Robert Rodriguez. And what that movie was an interesting movie because uh, Planet Terror was made at the same time as another movie called Death Proof, and with who is directed, which is directed by Quentin Tarantino. And Rodriguez and Quentin, Quentin Tarantino, they're buddies, and they do all kinds of stuff together. So when those two movies were released they were released at the same time so if you went to go see one you got both regardless of where it was playing um and of course quentin tarantino's in the movie so it was it was fantastic the movie is absolutely utterly asinine it's, i'm sorry it's, i loved every <laughs> being removed by force that's a good point cecil um, <laughs> it was uh it was a crazy movie uh, there were a lot of um, physics problems with the movie. There's one scene after um, Rose McGowan gets a uh, hey, <laughs> a rifle attached to her leg. That she <laughs> uses the grenade launcher on the rifle to propel herself up in the air and start blasting at people. So, uh, a lot of big names in it. Uh, Bruce Willis yeah. is in it. Jeff Fahey, uh, Rose McGowan, Josh Brolin. Um, Fergie. Fergie is in it. Yeah. Um Marley Shelton. Michael um, B. Yeah, Michael. Yeah, he's the sheriff. Yeah. Uh Freddie Rodriguez <laughs> is in it. He's um he's sort of one of the main characters. Savini. Yeah. yeah Savine. Yeah, Savine. Uh, the guy that played uh Carlos Gallardo, the guy that played uh, El Mariachi in Rodriguez's first movie, he's in it too. Yes, he is. Danny Trejo. Oh yeah, Danny Trejo is just I He's in everything. (laughs) So the actual, there was a commercial for Machete in that movie that it wasn't even a movie. Machete wasn't even a movie. Um, And the commercial for that actually spawned the movie. People liked the commercial so much and and Rodriguez and Tarantino talked about it. So they made, you know, Machete and then 
two other sequels. I think at least one sequel, Machete Kills. One sequel, and they're supposed to do a Machete Kills in Space or something. Yeah. 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 So this movie starts off with uh, uh, sort of a, it's well, it's a love movie, I suppose, with um, Marley Shelton and Josh Brolin is a doctor, and he's a crazy doctor. And it goes into a few things, and Basically, Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis shows up, and he's talking to his like stooge, who is Naveen Andrews. Is that what his name was? Naveen. Yeah, Andrews. Naveen Andrews. Um, he's a guy. He was Saeed from Lost. Um, and there's they're bad guys, and they're dealing in drugs. Except the drugs, when taken improperly, turn people into these horrible zombies. But if you breathe the drug in. I can't remember what the name of the drug was. Slowly over time, you won't get infected, and you're like strong and fast. And but the minute you take this little like mask off that's pumping that drug, you start to break out in these pustules, and then eventually you just turn into this horrible monster, and you you want to you just want to eat people. It's a big bubbly oozy sore. Exactly, and people just get like huge. These big monsters, they're all like, swollen, and they start popping, and fluid goes everywhere. So I loved it. <laughs> I have to say, kind of it, movie. it's one of my favorites. Yeah, yeah it is. of the Grindhouse movie. Yeah, absolutely. No, you know, we, go ahead. No, ladies <laughs> first. Yeah, go ahead. No, serious, I love everything about this movie. I love the gritty, grainy um, film that he did. Yep. I'm a huge um, Robert Rodriguez fan. Um, just FYI, Danny Trejo is his cousin. Just so y'all know, that's why he's in all the movies. And just this is probably my favorite movie that I've seen um, Freddie in. And it's he's always plays like such a little dorky kind of doctor guy, you know, like Not a little. This. No, but he's like a badass and he's like, you know, a sexy heartthrob. And Rose McGowan, this is probably the last movie I think she made before her face changed completely. Um, but it's incredible. There's nothing wrong with this movie. It's a good horror story. It's a good love story. It's got the crazy over the top campiness. It's got the action. It's, it's just got it all. It was well done. Like I said, one of my favorites, the only thing that out that tops this one for me that he's done is from dust till dawn, which is probably one of my top 10 favorite movies. Yeah. No, I Bradley. It was the over the top that got me. I mean, you know, the, like like Bridge said, when she uses the grenade launcher to throw herself <laughs> over, or when she's like she's swinging around on her butt and she's shooting down all the. Oh, when the other guy she, takes, using her stripper moves. Oh, when she takes the helicopter and he just flies it vertical across. The, yeah. she, she reached. Flies. She reached up for it like a pole. Yeah. <laughs> it was just. It was. It was perfectly made. It was over the top. It. You could not take the movie seriously. It made fun of itself. It made fun of the grindhouse genre. It had these great actors and actresses who played such crappy roles, like the two brothers. I think it was the uh, the sheriff and his uh, yeah. his brother, the cook. Michael Bain and Michael yeah. Bain and Jeff. I mean, they were just. It was a great movie. I I love it. If it's on TV, I stop and watch it. It's it's really good, Rich. I'm glad that you kept it in our um, movies to watch because it was 
probably the best one. So okay. it's one of my favorite movies. I really, it's in my top twenty, just because it's it's so dumb. It really is, <laughs> and I just love it so much. And I'm even gonna say this: the love, the love making scene. Usually, I like don't like those because it's like just hurry up and get it over with. But they did this, and they made it artsy, and it made it fit into the film, and it just was awesome. Like I said, every little detail that he put into it just made it that much better. During that lovemaking scene, apparently the scene got so hot that it melted the film. Yeah, <laughs> the film breaks in, and it, it, it was just great. It was uh, that was that's and that was the it. other thing I liked about it. They had the bad film. They had the edits mm -hmm. where you know, like three minutes were removed, and you'll never know what was in there. <laughs> yeah, was Another thing I liked was um, Freddie's character was El Ray, and that is what. Rodriguez's film company's called. Mm. So I was like, oh, why do I know that name? So I looked it up and I was like, oh, okay. So it's an ongoing thing with him. I didn't know that uh, Trejo and, Rod and Rodriguez were cousins. I had no idea. Well, they didn't, they didn't find out they were filming something together and they found oh, out. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, I, I wasn't know that either. Yeah, they, they found out um, years a few years back. Well, really I was I was reading an article about Machete Goes to Space, <laughs> and that's how I found out because he mentioned it in the the um, article. Yeah, so. was, my son told me about that. I was like, "What?" So yeah. if you if you remember the twin babysitters from yeah. Planet Terror, they are twin nurses in Machete. <laughs> so <laughs> it's it. They're all all those actors are kind of intertwined. Jeff Fahey's in Machete's as well. So he, course, that's one thing. I like about him and Tarantino is that they have actors they like and it's not your normal actors. You know, um, who was the guy that was the dad for the, the doctor? Michael Parks. Michael yeah. Parks. And he he's played, in a lot of Tarantino's films too. And he plays the same character, the same <laughs> sheriff. He plays Sheriff Earl McGraw. He played it in Death Till Dawn and Kill Bill 2. So crazy. He likes but, that character. Mm -hmm. well, yeah, that's probably him but it's good so thank you thank you for sharing that and freddie now i remember seeing freddie the first time in the pest he played ninja when it was little one of his buddies his, his two sidekicks you ever seen the pest with yeah. john, john Leguizamo. yeah yeah he, that was his his sidekick he played uh ninja it was great and it's good to see him in that playing a different kind of character you know so and he he's a big uh rodriguez is a big uh escape from new york fan so he played a, a big carpenter fan and so he played a lot of that music on the set he incorporated it into the soundtrack um you know he's a nerd like us hey nicola hey Hi, hey steven i'm assuming with her and um I oh you know bruce willis's scenes they weren't filmed with the other cast members. Really? He was filmed from the front. Anything from behind was a stand-in. So Didn't what you're saying, either. he was Tig before Tig was Tig. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I think he was Tig because he was Bruce Willis. You know, he was like, yeah, you got me for a couple days. Do this. That was before these Netflix movies he made. This he had hair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But. Or did he? <laughs> what what, what movie did they did you, they spend all that money to digitize his hair? There's a 
movie he know. made where they digitized it like several million dollars to digitize his hair for that movie. Well, I have no idea. I'm not talking about just, the fifth element, are you? The blonde? No. Was it um six cents? No, it was a it was what like one of those big movies he made, you know, like um I think it was like the color of the night or something like that, where you, I think the one where we played a psychologist. There's one of them. It was one it didn't make money either, or maybe it could have been spend all the money on his hair. It could have been <laughs> what's that one where he's a thief? Oh, um, uh, with Danny Aiello. Yeah, with Danny Aiello. Hudson Hawk. Hudson Hawk. It could have been for Hudson Hawk. I, that's, I think that's one of the reasons they were complaining about the budget. Where's Tony? <laughs> Tony would be looking this stuff up for us. Where's yeah, he I'm looking right now. That time Bruce Willis apparently used CGI to fix his hair. <laughs> <laughs> Must be nice. Buy a yeah, hat. I'm surprised Cecil doesn't know. Hudson Hawk. Hudson Hawk. Okay. I couldn't even remember that movie until you mentioned it. I don't think I ever saw that movie. I did I love either. that movie. I love I'm, that movie. Uh, so I'm a fan. I really, I, another ridiculous movie that I absolutely love. It is. It's yeah, it is. They're fun. thieves. And uh, the way he and Danny Aiello keep time is that they sing songs in their head. Uh, while they're doing different things in different portions, and they're like art thieves in a museum, like that. Yeah, it was, it was great. And they have that one comedian; she's the bad one of the bad guys. I can't oh, think of her name. Sandra Sa uh, Bernhardt. Sandra, Sandra Bernhardt. Bernhardt. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's a good movie. Richard Hudson Grant Hulk. played the bad guy. Worth watching. Hudson Hawk. Right. If you haven't seen it. Okay. Uh, James Coburn was in it too. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he was the yeah the CIA guy. That's right. Up. Yeah. All right. Based, based on Scott Baker. Based on Scott Baker. But that's one of the last. Cap I think that's one of the last big, big movies Bruce made. You know, besides, I think that's when he started to go downhill. You know. Yeah, I don't know. You mean like his classic remake of Death Wish? <sighs> I had forgotten about that. Yeah. It's called it blocked. Was, you blocked that out of your memory. <laughs> it was boring. Yeah, it just yeah. was not Charles Bronson. It's just no, no. Except when he shot the guy, that drug dealer with the ice, the ice cream chest or whatever. He walks up and just shoots him. I thought that was pretty cool, but <laughs> I mean, come it on, wasn't... he made Bruce Willis made the most depressing movie, The Sixth Sense. Think about it. Yeah, you're dead, and you still go to work. <laughs> <laughs> you really like this job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, somebody told me how that end, how the ending before I saw it. Oh. So it, yeah. So I was had a different view of it. Oh. Uh, like he's dead. Yeah, he's that's dead. too bad. Yeah, I'm, the the big reveal was good. I'm surprised I didn't figure it out. My wife did, you know, and she's like, "Have you figured it out yet?" It's like, shh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't either. Like, like I, I'm good at that kind of thing too, and that just, yeah. just I didn't catch it. Uh, so yeah. Next, so next uh, you want to go, Scott, or what do you want? Really really what is in that bottle? Mississippi <laughs> mud. Hey, can I have some? <laughs> yeah, you need to show everybody your mug. <laughs> this is my podcast mug. Thank you, Hadley. Uh -oh. Very nice. Thank you. I didn't have time to grab my shirt tonight. 
I, I practically ran in the door. I was in traffic like five minutes before I, you guys got on. Uh-huh. Anyway, um, so is it me or have you want to go? Do you want to go, Hab? Well, you go. I can go. Okay. Yeah. Mine was uh, Hobo. I want to say zombie. Hobo with a shotgun. And it was a trailer in the... Uh, Planet Terror, Death Proof, Grindhouse movie. And do you know that after Planet Terror, people didn't know it was a double feature? Some people walked out of that. Really? Yeah, I've read that. I, I thought, wow, I, you know, Which it's self-explanatory. Was uh, I thought Death Planet Proof Terror was, wasn't it? Planet Terror was, I think. Oh, because so I would have walked out at the Death Proof. <laughs> I saw them yeah. in the movies, and Death Proof was first. Well, yeah, that's actually what I the saw. Theater. So, so they probably, know, but but that doesn't mean that they didn't switch them up. Yeah, Maybe they switched them up for different theaters in different areas. Yeah. yeah, that's true. It wouldn't make sense with you know the way they ran that thing. Yeah, but um, so Hobo with a Shotgun was a trailer, um, and a bunch of the trailers like uh, Machete and. Um, was it Thanksgiving? Some holiday movie that um, was made into a horror movie. Um, I think it's called Thanksgiving. But they made it into a horror movie, and I'm trying to think who made that. Anyway. Okay, this one it had Rucker Hauer. Poor Rucker Hauer, man. Far, far fall from Bloody Heroes and Blade Runner. He plays this hobo, the titular hobo. He's riding in a train, comes to this town, and it sign for the town's all messed up and it says welcome to scumville and this town is a scumville i mean people are hurting people it's just dirty nasty nasty town and poor rutger howard's just still around and he gets offered 10 bucks to be in this bum fight and of course he turns it down and he sees the murder by this guy called the I can't remember his name now. He, anyway, he calls himself in the third person. And he uh, kills his brother by having his sons put a rope around his neck, drop him in a manhole, and then pull his head off of the car. And then this shower of blood just, like, you know, whenever you get decapitated, there's just this nonstop shower of blood. Hey, Mona. Hey, Mona. Hey, Mona. And this... Wicked sidekick lady dressed in a fur coat and a bikini comes out and bathes in the blood of, this, yeah. of the guy. White fur coat. Yeah. White yeah. fur coat. And yeah. white underwear. At yeah. that point in time, I wrote down blood porn. Yeah. yeah. And this was, was like three minutes in. Too. Yeah, yeah it, mean, was not, it was not. The credits hadn't rolled yet. No. It was. It was horrible. And then so Rucker sees the tone of the town. And he's, he, all he wants to do is buy a lawnmower for 50 bucks and I have this lawnmower business. And one night he's sitting out there trying to get some money and people are spitting on him and just being really cruel to him. And he sees this other hobo get dragged off into this building and he goes in there, peeks, and they're just killing these hobos in the worst way. Like they're smashing their heads with bumper cars. I mean, smashing their toes with axes and i mean it's oh, the blood's over the top and it's a it's a really yucky movie it really last house and left makes you feel bad because it's real this one just makes you feel bad because somebody thought of this stuff and filmed it 
I mean, it's just grotesque. I, I didn't, I didn't enjoy this movie, and I, I thought I would. Just the name alone is, you know, gold. Yeah, exactly. Gold. Me too. I, I thought exactly the same thing. And I'm sorry I unleashed it on you guys. Yeah. I didn't even really finish it. Told me I loved it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the budget was three million, and oh, it made uh, seven hundred forty-eight thousand worldwide. <laughs> I have no idea how. Opening weekend was twelve, made twelve k, and it it had uh, one of the bad guys was kid Gregory Smith. Uh, he's in Rookie Blue. Uh, he was in that movie Small Soldiers. He was a kid where they had those the GI Joes that could talk, and then they had like the He Man type. I love of that. Oh yeah, he was a kid in that, and he played a total asshole in this one. No redeeming qualities. And I read up and Rucker Howard kills everybody. But then he gets killed by the cops. So it was a happy movie. So I'm sorry I unleashed it on you. It was a true grindhouse movie, though. It has I mean, some hardcore fans, too. It does. It does. I, I just could not get it. through it. I could not get through it. So um, I'm not afraid of gore. Uh, and, and, and I'm okay with gore for gore's sake. Right. As long as there's sort of a story to it. But one of the scenes in this movie is another of the hobos and he's tied up by his feet and there's just topless women beating him with baseball bats. And I'm like, oh, and, and I'm watching this movie with my wife and she's looking at me. She's like, are you freaking kidding me? And I'm like, Oh, and it just goes downhill. Did you tell her it was Hadley's pick? No, I said it was you. So, so, I'm sorry, Donna Restucci. I'm sorry. <laughs> there was, so I'm like, all right, I, I can get past this. And then there was another scene after Rooker Howard gets his shotgun and he starts just killing everyone with apparently unlimited ammo, like The Walking Dead. And he, one of the sons walks onto a school bus full of kids with a flamethrower. And I was I was out. And they he just burns the kids alive. And they're all screaming and running, running, oh. running around and melting in this school bus. It's like the last movie I turned off was Twilight because my wife had read the books and she said, oh, we got to see this movie. And that was my turn for the, are you friggin' kidding me? So I, I turned that off. And this was the only other movie I've ever turned off. It was, I, it was that horrible. It just makes you feel bad. It does not. Yeah. There's no redeeming qualities. You know, you think you're looking for a good time. Like, okay, we're yeah. going to see some revenge. You know, John Wick's dog yeah. getting stolen, whatever. Yeah. No. This is horrible. Exactly. Yeah. It's just bad. And I'm sorry, everybody, but Scott, because Scott. The, Jennifer right now is taking notes because I loved the movie. But I loved it because it was. Then it gets worse. <laughs> it gets worse after the bus even scene. The bus, even the bus scene was funny because it wasn't meant to be a serious movie. If it no, I, was, I that. that scene would have been too over the top. Um, the the three the two brothers were just insane. You loved them. The father was was just you know a religious preacher over the top. Head down. I loved it. I loved the blood. I loved the gore. It was stupid, but it also rang a note with me because you know what it reminded me of in a way. The original Death Wish with Charles Bronson. That here he is. He's lost his family, and this one, Rukahawa has no one. And he finally gets sick of it, grabs a gun, 
and starts taking out the bad guys. And when he does, the hobos fight back. They yeah. take on the corrupt police. They take on the, the religious fanatic and his two insane sons. That was part of the appeal to me. But yeah, I mean, if it was a serious movie, that bus scene would have been over the top. To me, that was just, that was laughable. I feel like Scott and I watch two different movies. <laughs> <laughs> Scott Ross, the rated G hobo with a shotgun. Yeah. <laughs> they wanted the original actor to, um, that was in the uh, fake movie trailer to play the hobo. And uh, he couldn't do it for some reason or another. So then they got Rutger Howard to do it. But he does appear as one of the policemen later on in the movie. But, you know, I, I don't know who this guy is. And most people probably don't either. <laughs> but I am sorry I unleashed this on you guys. I, you know, when you're talking about Death Wish, I was thinking that's a grind. That's actually a grindhouse movie in, in its own right. And I don't know if anyone ever saw The Executioner. It's another movie came out about time of yeah. Death Wish where the guy had the yeah. flamethrower. On the truck. Yeah, yeah. 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 I was thinking, man, I should have grabbed that movie instead. You should have. I should have. But. I watched oh. it because I felt like if I didn't, y'all would ridicule me. <laughs> so to know that that I powered through it when you and Rich could not, Alan. You did. Would you not. Did. We could. We, we chose not to. Exactly. Um, we chose the high road. Yes, because we're so moral. <laughs> Alan and I. Yes. Yes. We're the moral majority. Yeah. Our minority. I don't know. <laughs> I thought it was horrible. I thought it was a, a horrible movie. Yeah, it was just bad. Well, that's why Scott writes the horror that he writes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you should see the scene I'm writing now for Operation Majestic. It'll make your stomachs churn. Oh, <laughs> after, man. After watching Hobo with a shotgun, <laughs> I, I, I can get it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Hey Scott, you should come on and read that scene aloud once it's published. You should. Sure. That'd be cool. I'll That'd be I'll fun. gladly do it. That'd be fun. I'm, I'm in that. I'm in there tonight. Ask. Uh oh. Uh oh. We all have to talk about Scott now. Yeah, he's getting. This is the Good probing defense. part. Type the nurse questions. See? You know, and I'm asking her questions like, how do you do this? You know, if you did this to a person, what, you know, what would the pain level be? <laughs> and my wife just starts rolling her eyes and just like, you know, hoping I'm talking about my novel. <laughs> <laughs> With you, she never knows. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no, when she yeah, married well, me, when she met me, I was a CIA officer. You know, I still had that bit of maturity. I still tried to be professional. <laughs> then like a year after I retired and we got married, she said to me like, this is not the same man I dated. <laughs> that was before the basement full of your shikers? Yeah. Hey, James. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Hey, James. Um, Alan's, try Alan's trying to get me excited. <laughs> <I'm> try <laughs> well, he does Look. have that big new microphone. Yeah. <laughs> It didn't come in brown. I don't know why. <laughs> oh boy! Um, Snatch that one, did you? <laughs> why am I thinking of you Ron Jeremy now? <laughs> I'm surprised he wasn't in any of these movies that we 
we're talking about. He might. Uh, did you ever see the horror movie he did with? I can't remember the name of the female porn star. Porn star, uh, one-eyed monster. Yes, yes, Dan Hobo with a shotgun. All I'll say is, yeah, it makes Hobo with a shotgun look like Academy Award winner. Ron Jeremy and this other female porn star who was famous, they go to an island to film a movie. Something happens. Ron Jeremy's member gets disconnected and gets a life of its own. So the one-eyed monster is running around the island killing people. <laughs> so it's like idle hands, but with people who like like this movie. It's... <laughs> uh. Oh, bye, Mona. Sorry. It'll, oh, no, it'll be on our, our, our um, anchor page and on YouTube, so you can catch it later and just catch up. Yeah, Ron Jeremy's uh, looking like he's going to spend time in prison. Oh, uh, yeah. Did you ever see the yeah. photos of his house when they, uh, the police went in? Oh, my God. It looks like, oh, it's a mess. It's filled with roaches. Nothing's been cleaned up. Really? Yeah. Jeez. I can't be poor, right? I mean, I don't think they spent their money well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. I got nothing I can say. That's <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I, I give this movie a one. You didn't uh, even watch it. You can't. You can't. You can't. I watched. You and Rich are out on this. <laughs> Okay. Oh, really? Because I was going to go in the opposite finish. direction. I wouldn't give it a one. <laughs> I give it a 2.3 because it is what it is. It's supposed to be a stupid, mindless, over-the-top blood porn. It's something you sit there and you laugh, like with the baseball bat with all the razor blades. You laugh at that stuff. So it made me chuckle. You know, when the hooker, you know I'm not a teacher. And he looks at her like, really? <laughs> I give it a point two five simply because it had Rutger Hauer and I have feelings for him. I love him. Uh, watch I bet, you loved, I bet you you loved him in Lady Hawk. You know it. Yeah. The Hitcher. Uh, the, hitcher the Hitcher was I good, but no, Lady Hawk's one of my all time. It's just right? a beautiful movie. It is a beautiful movie. Hitcher, no. I lost it. I couldn't watch that anymore. When he, they're driving in the car, he reaches out the window with the sh with the uh, pistol, shoots in the air without aiming, and takes down a helicopter. <laughs> well, he was, he was good. Yeah, right? <laughs> you know what I liked about that movie is when they, they pulled the love interest apart in the car. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're like Jennifer good. Jason Lee. Yeah, you're like, no, no, what? no, he's going to save her. He's going to save And you're like, that just blew me away in that movie. Yeah, I, I, was I was totally not expecting that. You know? And that—that's another movie that—that that you can see happening. I mean, yeah, you, you just see Thomas Howell just out on the road, and he gets—he picks up this hitchhiker, and the guy is just a certified psychopath. And yeah, yeah. and that, everything that you know that ensues, it, you can see actually happening. So it was—it was creepy and weird. Yeah, definitely. I—I I mean, I—I I always like that movie. I like that movie, and I like Suspect Zero. Did y'all see Suspect Zero? I don't no, think so. I don't know. It's got um, Ben Kingsley in it. He plays an FBI agent or a former. He did remote viewing. It's really good. Y'all haven't seen this? No. no. I'll put it up now. Oh. I have to check is it that, 
I guess I know what I'm adding to for one of y'all next week. <laughs> I've got a movie picked already, and you'll enjoy it. I know you will. Abilities? All right, spit it out. What's the movie? Oh, for next week? Yeah. It's called Vicious Fun. Vicious Fun. And it's on Shudder. I know it's on Shudder. Oh, come on, Shudder. You will enjoy it. I'm not saying it's a great movie, but it was, I I thought it was a fun movie. All right. I'll give it so. a go. <laughs> I love Cecil. <laughs> <laughs> are they making one? Are they? Please tell me they are. Where can I donate to their GoFundMe? <laughs> yes, yeah, see Wolf of Snow Hollow, folks. If you can, don't. And then Tully says no. <laughs> then, then uh, Twitter to uh, wearing the folk to Tully especially. And tell me you loved it. Tell me you loved it. He's <laughs> but yes, vicious fun. So that's mine for next week. Mine is suspect zero since y'all haven't seen it. Okay. Write that down too. That Tina will probably enjoy that one. Scott, are you thinking of one? Rich, you thinking of one? So what's our topic? Well, we still got to go through we're, we're just, Alan wants to go all willy-nilly crazy and just throw caution to the wind and do whatever we want. So it doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be. Well, willy-nilly. That's what happens when you go willy-nilly. It never happened. Before. There is whiskey in that cup. All right. We're gonna do, we're going to do interesting movies. I'm going to go with an es a sort of espionage murder mystery. Um, let me look up the title of it. It's a great movie with Kevin Costa. Oh. Hang on a minute. Is it the one where he's a naval officer? Yes. Oh. Okay, I love that one. That's a good one. Yes. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> um, what the heck is the so movie? Bad. It's going to be my guest star. Uh, what is the name Shots of that movie? Corn. Oh, Sharks. Okay, I'm writing that down too. Let me find it. No way out. Is it no way out? No way yeah. out. No way out. Is that what it is? No way out. Yes. I'm not going to say a word about it if you haven't okay. seen it. Watch I it. Think, huh? I think I've seen it. Oh, it's the it one. Pure 80s. But I'll watch I it again. I mean, I'll, it's the it's it's got Gene Hackman as the Secretary of Defense. And I can't think of the actor's name. He was the bad guy in The Postman as the secretary's um, right-hand right man. Brilliant, oh. brilliant movie. I mean, the tension on it, and I love that movie. Yeah, and that was he, one, of the very, one of the very few movies that shocked me at the end. The, that one, the guy, he, I know who you're talking about, Rich. Hmm. He's in... Uh, Yellowstone. Uh, yes, actually, yes, he is. Um, he plays the uh, Rip. No, is not he plays. You know the adopted son, the adopted son, the attorney. Oh, the one that was in um, Firefly. No, he looks like no. it. But no, he wasn't. 
Um, no, uh, I just I'll thought he aged bad. <laughs> oh, he's aged worse than that. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. Uh, that's uh, what the heck is his? This name? guy was in American Beauty. Uh, oh, that's okay. Yeah. Anyway, he plays his dad. He plays the ex-con, sleazy type. Um, I can't wait for that season uh, to start. West Bentley. Uh, West Bentley. Yep. Yeah. He's got he a movie used to called. Look so good. What happened? He's got a movie called P twenty nine or something like that about where he's stalking this girl in this parking garage. That's really good. Oh, I know that one. I haven't seen that yet. I haven't I seen it, it either, good. but I've heard it was good. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's not great, but it's good. Will Patton is is the guy that you were talking about. Will Patton. Yes. Okay, so. Did I miss one? Has Rich picked a? No, movie? I haven't picked yet. Um, All right, take your time. We got machete. We got time. We got yeah. yeah. We got machete. Yeah. Well, let's do machete while I think about it. All right. So, machete is about this Mexican federale that's played by Danny Trejo, and it starts off with him and his partner going to like do this rescue of this girl that's been kidnapped, and it goes terribly wrong. I'm not going to say where she picks up her cell phone from, but let's just say she digs it out of somewhere. The sun does not shine. And um, anyway, it's an expansion on the on a fake Taylor that obviously was in the Grindhouse double feature that we talked about earlier with um, Planet Terror. And a couple of years later, Rodriguez decided to make the Machete movie. And it is really campy um machete's wife gets killed by what was it steven seagal yeah yeah that's right which i have stories to tell about him anyway so why um it was just it was had some great character actors in it um robert de niro was in it jessica alba jeff fahey again cheech moran Don Johnson. I love the Don Johnson character. Um, I love it when he plays bad people. He does yeah. it so well. Um, Lindsay Lohan, um, she actually is a nun with a gun in this. Not a real <laughs> nun, but she wears the outfit. And Danny Trejo gets more ass than I don't know what. <laughs> he He's getting all the girls. He gets so more ass in a city bus. He gets Michelle Rodriguez. He gets Jessica Alba. <laughs> he got Lindsay some Lohan. Lohan and her, and her, her mom. mom. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was it was very over the top. It was, you know, it continued in that B-movie exploitation style that Grindhouse is famous for. And it was just kind of a fun movie. It, it was nowhere near the level of planet terror but um but it was it's a fun watch and i would recommend anybody watch it uh it had some great one-liners machete don't text being my favorite um <laughs> and it, it was just over the top the the scene at the end when they're they do the shoot them up i mean i can't even get to it had some overtones of the immigration issue which you know mm -hmm. that was kind of serious for it but it was there um Again, I liked it. I'd probably give it a, a good four because it was fun. It entertained me, but I hung it up when it was over. So are you waiting for Machete Kills? Have you seen that one yet? I don't think I've seen that one. I haven't either. I went to see Machete in the theater. I mean, I'm hardcore Robert Rodriguez fan, so. <laughs> yeah. Um, But I don't think I saw the second one. 
that yeah, I was indeed. interested in seeing the you know machete kills in space. Yeah, <laughs> for some reason that reminds me of Jason X. Just I was just about to say yeah. Jason X versus Machete in Space. What a great <laughs> there, there you go. There, I'm sure they'll probably have some kind of uh, homage to that. Nolan Rodriguez is a fan of that kind of stuff. <laughs> I mean, that'd be great if they did. This movie made it, it had a ten million dollar budget, and its worldwide gross was forty five million. So it, it made money. Yeah, I and, remember. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Scott. The only, the only, I love the movie. I wish that I had a chance to watch it again. But the only scene I remember, and it's the best scene in the movie, is when they're in the hospital and he slices the guy's stomach, grabs his intestines, yes. runs down the hall and uses it to impel into the floor below. Yep. <laughs> At that point, it was like, I'm in. I'm in for the rest of the movie. I'm vested. <laughs> now, you know, the, uh, did you remove Jessica Alba's clothes in that movie? Because she has a no nudity clause. So <laughs> that's the opposite of Bruce Willis's hair, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> huh. yeah, she's got that one nude scene in the shower. I had no idea they did. They digitally removed her clothes. I mean, they could have even not made that scene. You know, I, I, save yeah. money, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> but it's a fun movie. Yes, and Danny Trejo is always fun to watch. He is. He's he's underrated. Yeah, he I, is. I read somewhere that Danny Trejo just passed someone else a few years ago for being killed in the most movies. Really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I'll have to look that up to make sure that I have that right. But I, I, I know I read that someplace. Was it Sean Bean? Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> now. Um, I saw Selma Hayek on something. I think she was talking about when they were filming Desperado that she walked onto the set and Danny Trejo saw her. She is. He ran over to her, ripped open his shirt. And he said, I knew you before I knew you because he apparently has this big tattoo that he got when he was in prison <laughs> of a woman that looks just like Selma Hayek. And so she said, they've been friends ever since. And I thought, okay. <laughs> She's freaking hilarious. She have you have funny. you seen the Hitman's bodyguard or the Hitman's bodyguard's wife? Yes. No, that's both, I've seen both actually, and honestly, she was great in that movie. Yeah. She's she's crazy. She, she outdoes Ryan Reynolds. I mean, yeah, she, she beats no, him, sure. really? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, she, yeah. She's oh, the yeah. best part of that whole film. Yeah, okay. she's great. Yeah. She's I've seen her on a lot of like um talk shows and all, and she's really a delightful person. You know, it's always neat when you find somebody. That's that popular. Well, I know that people. Who have, well, yeah. I know people who have met Trejo at conventions. They say he's the nicest, sweetest guy. He is so unlike all the characters he plays. Yeah, that's what I've heard too. He did have his head on a turtle. Now I want to hear this story about Steven Seagal. From from which of us? Both of you. Both of you. Go ahead, Hadley. You can go first. Well, okay. So a couple of years back, when I was working um, at this place, one of my coworkers' brother-in-law found this guitar underneath the bed of like the family member that died, and it was like this really, really, really rare Les Paul, which Les Pauls are made in Mississippi, so you know that's it's a it was a big collector's item. Put it on eBay. Steven Seagal bids on it. Meet, they have to go meet him at the airport in Memphis. 
he arrives on his little private plane, gets off, has somebody holding an umbrella for him. <laughs> Paid for the guitar, which was an exuberant amount of money in cash with the, like the suitcase little full of cash. And that was that. And they said that he had like shoe polish black in his hair and that it, he was the creepiest person they'd ever seen. Doesn't surprise me. So, but he's very, apparently very eccentric. <laughs> One word. Uh, I met him. Uh, going on 25 years ago. Uh, he, I'm an, I was an Aikido guy for a while and he's an Aikido guy. And I actually went to one of his workshops and there were maybe a hundred and 150 people there. And my instructor at the time was there and he just proceeded to beat the crap out of everybody. He, and he wasn't nice about it. Um, and I heard from a lot of people that had, that had been, you know, that had done this before. They say, yeah, he does this all the time. So I think that's one of the reasons that he doesn't do that anymore is because, I mean, he, the guy is legit terrifying. He, he was, he was a heavy guy. He wasn't like muscular or built like most of these other karate guys. He was, he's heavy and you just, everybody knew who he was because he was a movie star at the time. But if you didn't know who he was, you would not think that this guy was just deadly. And like I said, he was not very nice to a lot of people, which is, was a shame, but he was really not nice to me because he put me in a hold. <laughs> and, and I mean, I, I'm, I'm this young kid, I'm this badass, and I go up there and I, he just killed me. And uh, it was, it wasn't fun. <laughs> he claimed, he claimed that he trained CIA employees in martial arts, but I never met anyone who ever Worked with him, was trained by him, met him. So, and he beat up Kelly LeBrock. So, anyone that beats up Kelly LeBrock, yeah. I heard that him. too. Well, you know, he he did. Um, like he got, I want to say, like a fake parish sheriff badge in the New Orleans <laughs> Jefferson Parish, and they did a TV show on it. And they were, I mean, they're hysterical if you watch them. I mean, because first off, Kunasses are the funniest people ever, but then you have the crime going on, and then you have Steven Seagal busting them. So, it was funny. You know, the best movie I've seen him in in years was uh, that one with Kurt Russell where they, they uh, Fly that plane, they tether to another plane to get these terrorists, and they have the Delta Force team go up there. Oh, oh yeah, um, and he's dead in 10 seconds. Yeah, yeah that's the best one. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. Sucked he out just gone right away. Yeah. It's like, good riddance. I used to love his movies, and then uh, you find out more about I think these it's people. A, in the oh, yeah. I, the only one of his I really enjoyed was. Um, Oh, the first one when he was the Navy SEAL who was the cook. Yeah. Under Tommy Lee Jones was in it. And I, can't, uh, I, can't, I can't. Under Siege. Under Siege. Yeah. Well, anything with Tommy Lee Jones. Are you special forces? Awesome. No. <laughs> Tommy Lee Jones was great in that. I, the way he played that character. And what's his name? Oh, uh, motorcycle. Uh, yeah. Oh, Busey. Gary Busey. Gary Busey. Gary Busey. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. They were great. That, that was a good pairing right there. Those two. <laughs> he was crazy in that movie, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but I don't think he was acting. <laughs> <laughs> 
you forget what a good actor Gary Busey was. Yeah. You know, before his, you know, motorcycle accident and everything. Lethal Weapon. Yes. Yeah. Lethal Weapon. Great and Lethal Weapon. You ever seen DC Cab? Uh, yes, I did. Yeah. Oh, he was Mr. awesome in that. <laughs> Yeah, he had some great one-liners in there. I can't say I, he's got my favorite one. I can't say it on the air. <laughs> he's in uh, he's in Stephen King's Silver Bullet. He's the crazy. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah, that's right. We just forget what a what a great actor he what yeah, a good actor he was. He was, you know? he was a good actor. Yeah, yeah. too bad. And his son, his son's pretty good, but his son's just like him. You know, you you close your eyes and you think, you know, oh, shit, that's Gary Busey. Yeah. <laughs> So his his kid in um, the Frighteners, when he plays the the crazy psycho kid in the hospital, yeah, just looking at that guy, oh man, yeah, you're like he's nuts, he's crazy, he yeah. sold it, yeah, he did, he played he played uh, Starship Troopers, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. on that wall, <laughs> that's another terrible movie that I absolutely love. Oh yeah, it's it's yeah. horrible, but it's fun. Yeah, it's it a really fun is. movie, you know. I could never. I love the movie, but I could never get used to Doogie Hauser in an SS style uniform. <laughs> <laughs> it's a yeah. yeah, or the the guy that played uh, Johnny Rico. Uh, I love that. That's a good. Yeah, it's a good movie. It's yeah. a fun movie. Um, yeah. But the guy that played Johnny Rico, Casper Van Dien. Oh yeah, you know, King of the B movies. Yeah. All right. Well, Clancy Brown's in that movie. Oh, Clancy I love Clancy Brown. Brown. Yeah. Mr. Krabs. <laughs> Mr. Krabs. Yeah, and Highlander. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Highlander. The Kurgan. Yeah, Kurgan. Yeah. Ultimate bad guy right there. I know. Oh. That was the best movie. Yeah, I At the time, it does, not, it does not hold up. It, it does not hold up. Nope. It, it doesn't, but it's got some good elements in it. You know, Christopher Lambert was great in it. Yeah. Sean Connery. Sean uh, Connery. Yeah. Clancy Brown, like we're talking. Right, which movie were we talking? He about? Was Highlander. 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 Oh, I thought we were still talking about. <laughs> I thought we were still talking about Starship Troopers. I'm like, catch up, catch up, They're not going to talk about the coal miner's daughter. Don't let the alien probes get you there, Scott. Keep up with us. And the Queen soundtrack, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That was great. I know I've mentioned this before, but I have to mention it again because you know Queen did the soundtrack to Flash Gordon. Yes, they did. It's awesome, kind of yeah. awesome. You know, I stood in line to see that movie, and it was a fun movie, but I was I was a little disappointed. Not like Flash? when I went and saw the Black Hole, but yeah, I was a little bit disappointed. I also saw both of those movies in the theater and waited to see them. Same. Good old days, huh? Waiting in yeah, line. Exactly. Black yeah. Hole and uh and the other one. And Highlander as well. Yeah. The Black Hole was disappointing. I, I really had high hopes for that one. I watched it again on Disney Plus the other day and still didn't enjoy it. They had some good <laughs> ideas. Still didn't enjoy it. But Flash Gordon I enjoyed a little bit more because it 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 was campy. They did not deviate from the old series as far as the attitude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Coalminer's daughter. How'd you guys like that? <laughs> oh, Tommy Lee knows in anything, though. I love him. He does everything great. He's just one of those actors. He's one of those actors you hate to see get old. I mean, it happens yeah. to everybody. Everybody in the world, unless you know, you're one of those that leave before everybody else. 
but as an old actor, he was great in, in was it Space Cowboys? Oh, yeah. Clint the Eastwood. one with him and uh, Donald Sutherland. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's one of those actors. He just, you know, it's like Gene Hackman. Gene Hackman yeah. stopped making movies, but he was great. Yes. So, do you know who Tommy Lee Jones' roommate was in college? Uh, uh, Charles Manson. Al Gore. Oh. Ah. oh, that's right. Yeah. I think University of Tennessee, wasn't it? Or am I wrong? I could be Maybe. wrong. Oh, no. That was my trivia. I told you <laughs> I have to have a little Good bit trivia. of trivia. So, am I here, Al Gore? All I. All I all I think of is South Park when he when he's the uh, man bear pig, half man, half bear, half pig. We uh, <laughs> say Al Gore, I think Tipper Gore. That's all I think of in Ozzy Osbourne and uh, D. Snyder. ACDC. Oh yeah, just, all that. You know, you know. I just don't think of Al Gore. You think back. <laughs> you think back then, and you think that was such a controversy. You know. Yes. Rock music, and now tonight, my mind was blown the other day when I watched Ice Cube doing a Bleach commercial. It's like, how old? Oh is my gosh! <laughs> oh yeah. Next he'll be doing AARP. <laughs> yeah. Well, all those guys, you know, you see Snoop Dogg. He's doing, you know, uh, Corona, Corona commercials, <laughs> you know, and he's doing. Yeah, uh, food commercials with yeah, uh, Martha Stewart. Yeah, yes, yeah, crazy Martha Stewart. Martha Stewart's a well, hey, they both. She's been to prison, guys. She's yeah. a yeah. She's right. yeah, yeah. They're both from the hood now. <laughs> they go with the money, man. Or Savage uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin's in that commercial with Ice Cube. You know, <laughs> he's straight out yeah. of Compton. But then Ice Cube, but uh, <laughs> Ice Tea. There's so much ice in the rap world. <laughs> Ice Cube, he does kids' movies, you know. Yeah. Dum, dum, dum. There's a there's a Scott. It's a Scott question. Come on, Scott. Well, wasn't Ice Cube an MKL? No, no. Vanilla Ice was. Yeah. <laughs> ice word. I can go off. I can go off. I can go on total bunny hole about. I do that when my wife is cooking. <laughs> bunny hole. Bunny no, hole. My, my wife. Oh, <laughs> almost. <laughs> my wife plays. Um, because I cut in and out. My wife plays the eighties uh, hip hop music, a uh, 90s hip hop music, while she's cooking. And I stand beside behind her, and I mean, I dance like a white guy. <laughs> I mean, I, I make weird Al Yankovic look here. <laughs> my wife just sits there rolling her eyes. Uh. <laughs> oh, Jamie is going to be all over Facebook tomorrow. Every post is going to have the new eyes. <laughs> well, we can stop, collaborate, and listen. <laughs> what were you going to say, Hadley, about Bunny Holt? I love Snoop Dogg and Matthew McConaughey and Willie Nelson. And if y'all have ever got the chance to watch them do anything, trust me, YouTube it. It's fun. Snoop Dogg was talking about how Willie Nelson got him so high he couldn't he couldn't function. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. That doesn't surprise me. If you're gonna hang out with somebody, <laughs> I know, right? Uh, 
Willie Nelson has his own plantation. Thank you, Londa. <laughs> Please don't say it. That's all I get. That's all I know. I everybody else can rap their whole song. That's that's the uh no. <laughs> Sorry. I thought my mic was muted. I gotta, I gotta <laughs> mute it over here. <laughs> that big mic. Yeah. Well, I, there's a switch that says on and off, on and off. See, and it's off, but not. I can make that so bad. I'm not going to. I know. I know. <laughs> Read a G. Yeah. <laughs> Should have got the brown one. Yeah, right. Or at least the light brown one. Anyway, um, so what are we giving Machete? I gave Can it a four. What do y'all give it? Rich? Four. I think I think I'll give it a I'll give it a four, actually. I, I really enjoyed it. Alan? Four. I get a four. Fine. Solid four. Wow. Four times four. The first time we've all agreed. I know it is. Know. Next week's going to be crazy. Everybody like Planet Terror, too. Yeah, I don't know what oh, I'm yeah. going to do next week. Next week's going to be weird. Scott, but, which one did you pick for next week? I'm sorry. Uh, no way. I picked, well, if we... No way out. No way out. Suspect zero. Hey, Clark. Hey, Clark. You missed hey, the fun so far. <laughs> Suspect zero, vicious fun, and no way out so far for next okay. week. So I have to pick something, huh? You have to pick something. Uh, you can't be your nose. All right. If uh, we, have we all seen no way out? Have we all seen no yeah, way I've out? I've seen it. I've seen it, yeah. I've, I've seen, seen it. Yeah. it. How about dress to kill? I've seen Dress to Kill as well. I've seen Dress to Kill. Let me look. I went. That's another one I stood in line How to see. How about Dress to Kill? Angie Dickinson, Dress to Kill. It's really. Uh, it's been a very long time, but yeah. I think I've probably Tur seen it. Yeah, Angie Dickinson, Michael Caine, Dress to Kill. Right. Have you guys seen that? Yeah, I have seen it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Alan. <laughs> yeah, I've seen it. I, I went to the movies and saw that. It's Brian okay. De Palma's movie, right? That was all back right. when Angie Dickinson, it was like the stuff that all the guys like to go see. Oh, yeah. Like puppies and kittens? Yeah, yeah. I like puppies. <laughs> no, I like kittens. I'm a puppy fan. We do, you could cover Mr. Brooks. It's awesome. Oh, yeah, that's the one with Kevin Costner. That's a good movie. That is a good movie. Uh, <laughs> Rich is, don't, I'm, Rich, I'm don't stress on that, brain. brother. Well, I'm trying to. I'm trying to okay, pick a movie back, that I, I know think. about, but I haven't seen. <laughs> uh, and I'm just thinking Jaws, Aliens. Uh. Well, marinate. We've got we've got some time to to chill out. Um, hey, John John Dean said, uh, or James Dean, James Dean said, uh, sharks of the corn. <laughs> sharks of the corn. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, you know what I haven't seen is um, it's a movie called Don't Breathe. And oh, I heard, that's a good one. I, I see. I've heard up and down. I've heard yes and no on that. I've heard. It's, I heard the same thing about Hereditary, which I I saw portions of, but didn't see the whole movie. I like um, Hereditary. Oh no, I haven't seen that one. Sorry. Uh, so I think I'm going to go with Don't Breathe. And that's that's got um, that's got the bad guy, the Colonel Quaritch from the movie Avatar. I can't. I don't know his name. Oh, Stephen, Stephen Lang. Lang. Stephen Lang. I do know his name. Yeah. yeah. So he was in the hard way. In there. He played the party crasher in the hard way with uh, Michael J. Fox and James Woods. I don't remember that. 
Do you remember that one? The big, it's a book, cop buddy comedy movie. No, no. Michael J. Fox. Stephen Lang's always good. <laughs> it cannot be worse than every other shock movie the sci-fi channel has made. <laughs> well, Shark Claw or Santa Claus. What was that? Santa Jaws. Santa, Santa Jaws. Santa Jaws. Santa Jaws. <laughs> Lava Shock, which was a really good one. <laughs> Did you see Planet of the Sharks? That one sucks so hard. No. Oh, Toxic Shark? I haven't seen that one. <laughs> Zombie Santa Shark. Boy. Sky Sharks. Sky Sharks. Nazis I, from the middle of the earth create robot flying sharks to take out 747s. I Dude. saw one of those. You know what? I'm going to tell y'all something. I'm going to blow your mind. Okay? Are you ready? What? Yes. So when Hurricane Ida came through, there actually is footage of a fucking shark. Excuse my language. Oh my God. <laughs> Nobody heard that. <laughs> Nobody heard that. I'm gonna start laughing now. Um, <laughs> a shark that's airborne with the um, winds from the storm. Wow, that's neat. a sharknado has like. I was just about to say, sharknado is real. Did uh, Did Rodriguez direct that shark? <laughs> Michael Bay. Michael Bay. It's probably our friend Glenn Miller. Sadly, it's probably Glenn Miller that did that. <laughs> I'm serious. I saw it on the Weather Channel. Wow. So we finally got Hadley to swear like that. Man, we were bad. It happens. Have you not listened to me on, on Where in the Fog? And it was a shark in a NATO that did it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, y'all didn't believe it at first, did you? Because it sounds so crazy, but it happened. No, I, that. Now we need to get a uh, something else tornado. Anyway, I was gonna say a camel, but eh, stupid. Oh hush! Cow NATO. Cow NATO. Well, we had. I've seen a, a CGI cow. <laughs> yeah. What was that? What was that movie? Twister. 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 Love that movie. Another cow. No, that's the same cow. <laughs> that's another good movie with uh, Bill Paxton. Oh man, oh, I miss man. Bill Paxton. I know. Yeah. The, only, the only actor to be killed by a predator, an alien, and a Terminator. Yep. 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 Yeah. Very true. Yeah. And he got his start with uh, James Cameron working on Battle Beyond the Stars. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Whiskey. Oh, I like the way you think, Cecil. <laughs> whiskey tornado. <laughs> <laughs> My song. So you need to have us on one night. We can we can really have a good time. Whiskey flood. I'll drink my way to safety. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So Hobo with Shotgun was the worst performing <laughs> one. Oh terrible. Right? And then last house on the left, but it's a classic. Movie, it opened the door anytime. Sweet, just let us know, Cecil. Let us know, we'll make it happen. Yeah. And then Planet Terror and Machete. Mm -hmm. But you know, those are both Robert Rodriguez movies, so because yeah. he's the shit. Um, uh, y'all, um, uh, excuse me, <laughs> body mouth. 
I know. Talking about Robert Rodriguez, and she loses it. Yeah. <laughs> so every every week we should do a Robert Rodriguez. <laughs> <laughs> He's a. He was going to do that new Predator movie, Predator. Well, not new, but Predators. And he ended up producing it because he was doing Machete at the same time, I believe. So that's why Danny he didn't direct Monster. that. Danny Trejo's in it. Yeah. 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 And that's a shame. It's a shame because um, it would have been a different movie, I think, with Rodriguez directing it. Yeah. We should do um, a night where we, we do Desperado and Pulp Fiction. Okay. Uh, it- if we're going to do that, then we have to throw in. No, no, not Pulp Fiction, Reservoir Dogs. Oh, the, Reservoir Dogs. Oh, yeah. Yes. Okay. Reservoir Dogs. Yes. Desperado. Mm, love that. Which one? The first one or the, the uh, or the, uh, well, El Mariachi is the first one. I'm sorry. So the one with, um, what's his face? Antonio. Antonio. Antonio Banderas. Antonio Banderas. He's great. He's great in the Hitman's body. It's not like when he's the one he's got the machine gun and the uh, the guitar. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. I saw yes. the beginning of that. Yes. But you should watch El Mariachi before you watch that one, just to get some context on where it came from. If you haven't seen it, it's. it's I've, a, I've I seen love- it, but I I have not. I can't remember if I saw the third one. Wasn't there one with um. Johnny Depp. Once upon a time in Mexico. Was that worth watching? Yeah, it is. It's, not bad. it's, it's yeah, like Rich says, it's not bad. It's worth watching. <laughs> uh, but it's worth watching. So you get time, check it out, Abby. I will. It's got a lot of good actors in it. You know, a lot of, you know, like Rodriguez does. So Jen Salmons is going to be um, the person helping us with our serial killer stuff on Horror Writers, Inc. Oh, good. That's cool. Cool. Yeah. So y'all will be hearing a lot more of her. Good. That's great. Cool. And she's going to join us and help us do the roundtables for Weird Realities and probably sit in on some of the interviews. But she, she does not watch the movies like we do. But she, yeah, like, she does like the coal miner's daughter. Jennifer, <laughs> may God have mercy on your soul. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie since it came out, I think. <laughs> I think Tommy Lee Jones was probably 60 at that time. <laughs> no. Probably 50 or something. But, How old is he? He can't be. I mean, he's like, what, in his 70s now? Is he? I don't think he was older than my parents. No. Rich is looking him up. Uh, 75. He, 70, oh, okay. Yeah. So he was in his, what, 30s? Yeah. yeah. He just looked oh. craggy. Yeah. Yeah. I remember oh. folks took me to see that movie, I think. Or I went with him. It's been a while. Old Do. <laughs> was it Do Little? <laughs> I'm sorry, Jenny can probably answer me. <laughs> <laughs> so, too risque, Jennifer. The cat's got our tongue tonight, and I don't know why. We're all kind of quiet. What's yeah. up with this? What's 
I'm cussing and like a sailor and <laughs> dropping f bombs. That's what people people pay to see. Yeah, that's right. They pay to see that or hear it. It is very hard to me to for me to not drop f bombs. <laughs> I have I have to concentrate very hard, and I've already got a lot of crap rolling around up in there. So I've been watching myself too. That's a daily word for me. Yep. Yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> I do it so much. My daughter talks in f bombs. She's 19 <laughs> year old, and they're like, she uses it as an adjective, a verb, a preposition. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's very versatile. It is. It is. It's, it's, it's my favorite. <laughs> it's a handy word. But since I've been on the air, I didn't know. So now I'm going to start using that word all the time. <laughs> I use yeah. it. So you, I don't care. Yeah, we can bleep it out. No. I would say we might not want to use it every other word, Logan charges. I'll self censor. I've been doing a pretty good job. So, have you guys seen um, uh, Once Upon a Deadpool? <laughs> it's the no. PG version of the Deadpool movie. Is that no. worth watching? Deadpool 2. It's um, so yes. Uh, it must be like thirty PG, minutes. It's a PG version of Deadpool two. Oh, no, no, they actually did really well. The movie starts off with uh, Deadpool has captured uh, Fred Savage, and he's rec <laughs> he's recreated the uh, the <laughs> the set from the Princess Bride, the bedroom. And it's just, <laughs> you, you have to watch it. It's, I mean, Deadpool moves. Deadpool two is a good movie. I like yeah, it. Yeah, I love but it. But this. They're allowed one f bomb. He's he's bleeping them out with a. You gotta see it. It's just right. it's funny. Once upon a death pool. Yeah. Once, once upon, upon a death pool. Okay. I'll have to check that out. I love Deadpool. That's yeah, what me you're too. Is that, I'm sorry. That's what you're picking. Oh no. Well, I could. Yeah. I didn't think I was. I was gonna go with Don't Breathe. Oh actually, okay. I no, I heard that down too. So. Sorry. I want to see that. I have so a bonus is dead. What? Yeah, that sounds good. Don't breathe. That's a good movie. It's a it's a really suspenseful. Yeah, I haven't seen it, and I know I like Stephen Lang, and I know he's not going to die because there's a Don't Breathe too, unless it's yeah. a prequel, I guess maybe. Yeah, but, yeah. He and his character's really icky at one point, so yeah. Clock. I'm married <laughs> to and surrounded by Southern women. They use that word more than us Northerners. <laughs> we do. Yeah. And now, when they say "bless your heart," that's when Run. you know. That's when you know you're in trouble. I grew up no, in no. an Italian Irish family, so. Oh. It's it's what did you say? You that's when you start praying to Jesus. I got older. <laughs> Yeah, we we get older. I don't know if we grow yeah, up. Yeah, no, that's a good point. If you never grow up, you never grow old. I don't think we ever grow up. No. <laughs> Someone's Ron gonna snatch that from you. We gotta have a contest to name this. We name it. Give it a name. <laughs> I just want Rich to know I'm catching what he's saying. <laughs> I know I am too. I'm sorry. Well, we could call it Dick. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Richard. Yeah. I have never heard that before. <laughs> we'll call it the Restucci. Restucci. Never heard that before either. <laughs> when mine says, I'm getting the gun, I know 
<laughs> Great spelling, though. I kind of like that. <laughs> oh, man. Dick Nader. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm now picturing a really bastard. <laughs> not just you, brother. It's not just you. Oh. And on that note, I think. Uh, <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, gosh. We've jumped the shark. No. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so I got nothing. Okay. We've got, oh. we got 20 minutes if we've gone over an hour and a half. So let's just keep rolling. Okay. I know so what I'm going to do. I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to surprise y'all with something because if he will do it, it will be fun. Hold on. All right. Don't apologize, Jennifer. My mind goes to Furby at the drop of a hat. I'm the only one that used to snicker at church. <laughs> they wouldn't well, let no, me in church. No, Landa, no. Well, maybe we should. I'll lose all my fans. Maybe we should watch Snatch. <laughs> it's a great I, movie. I have, I have got it life. downloaded. Oh, you haven't seen Snatch yet? I haven't seen Snatch yet. I got to watch that someday. Oh, no, no, no. When we switch over and we start assigning movies, that's going to be one of Scott's. Because he's the only one that hadn't seen it. Okay. Landa saying, let Scott dance. I was disappointed. It wasn't what I thought it was going to be about. (laughs) (laughs) Well, all I got to say is one out of four of us here hasn't seen Snatch. It's been a while. <laughs> I'm not even going in the direction my mind nope. just went. Nope, nope. No more Dick Nados. No. No more Snatch. I'm not talking about Antonio Banderas, but then we got Puss in Boots. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you like that. <laughs> I can't believe that Antonio Banderas, who does such a fantastic version of Phantom of the Opera with uh, Sarah Brightman, is Puss in Boots. Oh, he nailed he, it. He's <laughs> Yeah, he nailed he the Puss in Boots. It was great. He, oh, he did. Oh, he was great. Yeah, it was great. He, he was, was good in, did y'all see the, was it the Mambo Kings? No, I haven't seen that. No. It was, I think his first American movie, and he did not speak English in it. So he oh. speaks Spanish all through it. But um, it's him and Armand Asante. Oh, yeah. I like Armand Asante. And it, it's, it's an old movie, but yeah, they, they play like these Cuban brothers that come over, and they're the Mambo Kings. So. Well, I caught one with him not too long ago. He probably done a couple years ago. It's where he's like this mall security guy. And he's got to fight off these guys that are breaking into the mall for I forgot what the reason was, but it's like Die Hard in a mall with Andre, um, Antonio. Yeah, Antonio. And it's actually not a bad movie. I mean, if you like those kind of movies, which I love, Robert yeah, Rodriguez did the Spy Kids movies. Oh, let me yeah. just say, sounds and like you're describing mall cop. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? Bar- I, I thought Bar- you said ball, ball cop. cop. With your no. Paul Black. Black. Mall what was I describing? 
You were describing about him as a security guy trying to prevent uh, guys from breaking into the mall. There yeah. he is. Hey. hey. Hello. Hey, so, I see so doing? I had to get the porn off my browser. It was kind of embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, that's kind of scary. You're, you're watching out. porn while we're talking? <laughs> oh, no. It was just well. left over from like 20 minutes before we started. <laughs> <laughs> Great well, we minds, watched Jennifer. Bobo with a shotgun, so. Yeah. I'm, this is the most unprofessional self I think I've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just happy you jumped on. I thought it would be a good way for you to um, meet Rich. And I don't know, have you met Scott yet? Yeah, I met nice Scott. Meet yeah, we met. I'm still weary of him, CIA and everything. <laughs> you know how we <laughs> Vulcan land. <laughs> Then don't worry, we're not going to do anything to me. I got the aliens in the basement, so they're going to leave me alone. I love these episodes you guys do, though. They're, they're fucking awesome. <laughs> well, I told Alan we need to get you back on with us one night. Yeah, I don't know if Tully will come back. He probably won't. Look, my, my dog's joining us. Oh, <laughs> oh I want to see him. Oh, if you... There he is. Uh, <laughs> Shepherd. Uh, German Shepherd mixed with a mountain cur. He's a redneck dog like me. Oh. <laughs> he likes to hunt squirrels and shoot shotguns in the backyard. While the <laughs> <laughs> Mine got a squirrel today. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, um, we'd love to come back on sometime. These are fun episodes. Uh, totally was pretty let down by Alan's... Uh, request for Wolf of Snow Hollow still. <laughs> you can tell him I'll make it up to him. We'll just let Alan not pick any movies for a while to redeem himself. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, anytime you guys want us on, I've probably already watched it. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, so what do y'all got going on in We're in the Folk? Uh, we're about three weeks ahead on episodes. The one that me and you and I can't remember her name did. We'll be out this weekend. And, um, a Mystic Iceland lady? Yeah. She was Mystic. She was awesome. She was awesome. Um, let's see. I don't know. Tully keeps track of everything important. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he's, uh, he's the businessman, the official. Well, definitely um, let Alan know when you can come on and we'll get something worked out. Yeah, definitely. And you guys can come on ours anytime you want. You know, just roll. Up. We'll talk conspiracies and see what Scott knows that we've been searching for. This whole <laughs> Sweet. I'll make up any conspiracy theory you want. <laughs> Cecil, tell us about your fra your favorite grinder. What is that? What's a grinder? I think it's for pot, right? I don't smoke pot, surprisingly. It makes me very annoyed. Uh, maybe it's a, is it that website? That dating website? Is that? Yeah. <laughs> She's talking about Grindhouse movies? That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. yeah, what's your favorite Grindhouse? See, so I know Hard flick. Grinder. I guess you grind your teeth. I don't know. I like Hobo with Shotgun. I was kind of disappointed he got one. <laughs> Not yes, because we matter. <laughs> oh, porn, of course, because it's free. Send me the links. 
for you right now. <laughs> well, I don't know if you heard, but Jen is is our new teammate. She's going to be on too, not on this show, but she'll be on some of the others that we're doing. So you'll get to meet her sometime too. Really? Um, I'll probably be missing a few episodes for a couple months here soon. It'd be just what's totally going on. I'm changing career paths before <gasps> I blow my brains out. <laughs> that sounds like a good choice. <laughs> But yeah, um, we're still going to, I'll be over the road a lot, but um, we, we won't get me in the studio anymore. So I spent thousands of dollars for nothing. So <laughs> yeah. that's good. <laughs> um, but yeah, so what are you uh, going to be doing? Uh, trucking. Trucking. Wow. I'm going to try to find some black eyed kids, <laughs> for some Mothman, <laughs> some uh, lizard of the lot ride. We can hook you up with um. <laughs> we can hook you up with some of our friends. Hook them up with DA, definitely. <laughs> Your appearance isn't heavily announced and scheduled because I can't ever remember the name that we're supposed to watch that night. Mark Mark Edie wants to come on and talk about Christopher Lee as Dracula. So I thought we'd do him that oh. night that we did the Dracula stuff, but yeah. I can't ever remember what those movies are called. So I hammer can't. movies. Yeah. No, it wasn't the Hammer movies, was it? We were going to do like the Universal Monsters. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. are we still doing those? I, we can. We, we are because Mark Eadie's coming on to talk about. Do what? I'm having trouble hearing him, are y'all? Can you hear me? Can you hear me now? I can hear you. I can't hear Cecil. Yeah, and I Rich think you need a bigger quiet. microphone, Alan. Yeah, you need a bigger one. That's what she said. <laughs> Beat me. At all? Can you guys hear me? Can you hear me not to be a hog. At all? At all? At all? <laughs> I'm going to have to take this back to Ross. I saw that on the Ron Jeremy movie once. <laughs> <laughs> Was that the one-eyed monster? Yes. <laughs> he was clubbed with a penis in the head. Sounds like a bad clue game. <laughs> I think I'm missing connection. Dr. Jeremy in the laboratory with a penis. <laughs> you well, Cecil, won. it's good to you see won, you. Scott. <laughs> no, I was just thinking about it. was just going Is through my mind. Porno clue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think the connection's bad, Cecil. Yeah. It is. It's horrible. It's fun seeing everybody. I'm bouncing. All, All right, right Cecil. Hey, Scott, you should yeah. trademark that. What? Oh, no clue. clue. Yeah, there you go. Yes. Yes, Ron Jeremy in the in the in the bed studio with a giant dildo. <laughs> Oh boy! Talk about a horror. <laughs> oh, man, man, that dumbass is going to prison. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What did he do? I mean, I'm sure it was something. He's offensive. being accused of rape. Yeah. yeah multiple. Go figure. Yeah. Go figure. It's all right, Cecil. It was good to meet you. It happens, man. Yeah. 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 You just got to plug in the blue connections. 
does help with failures. Yeah. Alan so can talk to you about microphones. See, too bad I can't reach out to you guys. That'd be fun to poke. Yeah. I got you all. No offense, Alan, but I don't want you poking me. <laughs> I've heard that before. You're not the first one. So here's the rails, and here's us. <laughs> no, we're having a grindhouse-style conversation. I think we're uh, still on track. You know, when I think of grindhouse, I always think of New York in the 80s. That place was so disgusting. Yeah. You know? That's where one of the larger grindhouse theaters was. It's yeah. Right there. Yeah, it was ugh. nasty. The yeah. farthest north I've been, like out to the northeast, is like Pennsylvania. Really? Uh -huh. mm -hmm. I've been to DC, you know, around that area, and um, but that's as far north. I've been to Chicago, but I, people that I've talked with from like Massachusetts say that's not the north. So I'm not going to offend y'all by saying that. No. It's I mean, north from me. <laughs> it's well, it's more north than I am, I guess. Uh, Massachusetts is like down here, and Illinois is up. I don't know. I guess it depends on how you're looking at the country, really. Well, I'm but in Chicago Mississippi. Pretty north. Yeah, Chicago's straight from us, yeah. but those folks got offended. So <laughs> it's hard to offend me. Yes, we are. <laughs> I haven't been sleeping, so I'm going on about five hours sleep. <laughs> I'm laughing with you. I haven't had five hours of sleep in 25 years, 30 oh, years. Dang, Rich. I don't sleep. That's no, why I, he writes all the scary stuff. Yeah. I'm going to bed at four or five in the morning and getting up around 8.30. Then I take a long nap. So. <laughs> that's, not, that's the thing about retirement, right? Yes. You take naps. Yeah. I love working for my. I love working for myself, except my boss is an asshole. So. <laughs> uh, I was uh -oh. talking to some crazy drunk girls. What I was doing. Her, her name started with a J. <laughs> uh, gee, I, I was just about to say. I wonder who one of the crazy drunk girls was. <laughs> and you know those those conversations go around and around and around and around. Yeah, it's, it's circular. Circle back. They end up in the barrel. Yeah. No, y'all don't understand. The barrel no. could have happened. No, oh, I had to. No. When I get drunk with my male friends, we start bonding. I love you, man. You're like a brother to me. <laughs> yeah. No, you're, I. I you're in the CIA. They will waterboard them if they say anything. <laughs> well, I learned how to like drink real. <laughs> Barrel talk is serious. Barrel talk is no. serious. There's a serial killer that, like, in the town Holy she lives in, that was putting people in barrels. Wow. Really? He was, he was, he was like, getting these women off of, I think, Craigslist or something. Like, they would meet and they were, he was putting them in barrels. It's one of the people we're going to research. So, was he saying, what, what's your circumference? I thought you were talking about me for a minute. It's <laughs> <laughs> in a barrel. No, I mean, that's. I was that's getting crazy. nervous. I was like, how do you know? <laughs> Would you fit in a 44 gallon barrel or an 80? You know, <laughs> well, you chop them up and put them in there. Who knows? We we had a guy that in my unit that used to do that. 
not not so much women, but he had a couple of people in a barrel and uh, he had them in some kind of solvent. So they would, you know, and he was he was a dick, man. You think? Huh? <laughs> think he was a bad guy? <laughs> oh, well, I mean, he was a bad guy, but he was just a pain in the ass to us. I was just going to ignore that he said that, Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> what did I say? Circumference. Talking about your circumference. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, God. I just showed my microphone off again for no circumference reason. Circumference of porno films. <laughs> <laughs> the Kansas City area. His name, I have it written down somewhere, but it's one of the serial killers we're going to listen or we're going to research for Horror Writers Inc. So, yeah. How many it's people did he kill? Jenny, how many people did he kill? I hear the music from Jeopardy in my head. What is it? A, a recent serial killer? Is he still alive? Not Philip Markov. It's something. What is his name, Jenny? <laughs> do 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 do. <laughs> and she didn't put it in the form of a question. Yeah. Richards. Something Richards. Keith? I knew no, it. not Keith. I knew it was Keith Richards. Googling it now. John Edward Robinson. How come we always have names like that? Three names? Yep. Ted Bundy yeah. didn't. Yeah, true. He he broke he stepped out of line there. He's an American serial killer, con man, embezzler, kidnapper, and forger who was found guilty in 2003 with three oh, murders wow. committed in and around the Kansas City area. You want to hear something? At least he's diversified. Yeah. You want to hear Got something? You know, serial killers get all this. But we had a guy. He was a young guy. And he killed his mother. And then his little sister came downstairs it was like on a Saturday morning and they sat there and they watched tea cartoons and ate cereal together. Then he killed her and molested both their bodies. Now, now those guys, those guys, and we used to, you know, that shit used to, you know, it just drove us crazy because, you know, yeah. you just see these guys are walking around, you know, and, and they're entitled. They're really entitled. If they don't get something in their lunch sack or the breakfast, something they really throw a fit, you know? And we always on Mother's Day we'd always say, uh, "You get anything?" Huh. Good. He just go, but it's you know, those guys are you know serial killers are always you know headlines, but these guys are to me are horrible or just. Did the know. other inmates ever perform their own justice? Some it's not it's it. I think it changed like in the nineties. Um, because in California, the, the Aryan Brotherhood kind of kind of collapsed a little bit, and you had these other Aryan gangs that came in, like the Nazi lowriders and stuff. And um, they would Chester's would pay. We call them child molesters. They, we used to call them Chester's back then. They would pay to to stay alive. Oh. You know, some of them. Some of them weren't so lucky. You know, but we also protected them. You know, we also had to protect them. We couldn't stand there and watch somebody get stabbed or raped. You know, that was our job. As much and, as you wanted to stand by, but 
Well, you know, some people don't deserve to walk the earth. There's, you can't cure those guys. Child molesters, there's no cure for. No. You know, there's not. Well, there is an ultimate. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, hey, White House. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. All right. Um, I'm sorry. I'm trying to reel myself back in here. So that was very depressing. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, no, I do believe that there are some folks who are just, you just, they're, you got to kill them. And that's that's all that you can do with them. They don't deserve to be here anymore. Oh wow! Gee, and he gave one lady's baby. Oh my goodness! Hey, wait a minute! Is that the guy? He owned a lot of property, and he went in and shot those people at the motorcycle shop. No, no, that was okay. I think in North Carolina or South Carolina. Yeah, I think yeah, I think you're right. I think you're that's right. been more recent. She remembers yeah. this. Um, it happened around the time her son was born. Okay. So that's why she knows what around what time it was. But yeah, I know what you're talking about though. That girl was like in the shark cage and they found her still alive. Yeah. Her boyfriend or husband had been killed. Yeah. And this guy was a realtor. He had a lot of money. Yeah. 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 He was. Dahmer was beaten to death by an inmate. I'm okay with that. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. He had a lot of properties too. Well, what is it? What are the crazy rich people? Entitlement. Entitlement, that's what it is. That, that's why I'm glad I'm not rich, because then I would feel entitled. Dude! <laughs> that's what keeps me from being rich, is I would be entitled. <laughs> the barrels are in one of them. I don't feel very entitled. I'm rich. <laughs> oh, you are rich. Hi, Rich. <laughs> hey, you've got a cruiser behind you. Yeah, never heard that joke before either. All right, guys. Well, I'm going to wrap it up on that note. So. Right. It's been a wild can, ride tonight. Can I still be on the show? <laughs> I'm oh, the one with the, the potty mouth. Yeah, but I'm the one that brought it down. <laughs> <laughs> He's the Thank one playing with the mic. <laughs> you, you can come on, Alan, but you got to bring your mic with you. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll hang so out. Let everybody know where they can find you, what you're doing, what you're working on, who you're hanging out with, all that fun stuff. Scott's got a release tomorrow, right? Or yep. tonight, today? Uh, about a little after midnight, Frozen World, my first non-zombie post-apocalypse novel, hits the stands, Kindle, Kindle Unlimited, and print. Should be It'll be available tomorrow. Thanks, and- Jamie. And the best place to find me is Facebook, Scott Baker's Demon Hunters. Nice. Thank you, Landa. Jamie, thank you. Thank you, Jamie. Landa. Rich, what do you got going on? Well, right now I have uh, the fourth story. It's the fourth novel. And uh, it's a crossover of two series. And I just crossed 90,000 words today. I'm shooting for about 100. Yes. And uh, I'll get that published. Can't wait. Um, and uh, there's a project going on with uh, a Facebook group. I have a, a few friends that know about this, and we're trying to put an anthology together. Uh, some of you guys might know a little about that as well. Uh, hopefully, we're going to get that published um, maybe spring. We'll see how that goes. You can is that, find is that the on, one uh, where a bunch of everybody talking about me? Yeah. Um, yes, that's the one. Sweet. It's all about Alan Gamboa. That's it. You can find me on Facebook, Horror Writers Inc. Um, 
my own personal Facebook page and get my stuff on Amazon. Nice. I can't wait for that fourth book. And Scott, I can't wait for your book to open up tomorrow. Thank you. Same. Me? What do you got? Um, waiting for Audible to come back with my Audible book so I can publish it. And I handed off the manuscript to my voice guy for the first book. So we're going to work on it and hopefully it will be coming out on Audible probably um, close to Christmas. Nice. Other than that, I'm waiting desperately for someone to pick an effing um, theme for this anthology. <laughs> <laughs> Right. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, guys. Now, um, let me see. What else? I think that's about it. Just watching weird, weird realities. We've got um, D.A. Roberts coming on to talk Bigfoot this weekend. And hopefully we're going to have some special guests. Also, Logan Craft um, from the conspir Cryptid Conspiracy is going to be there. He is also... Working closely with Scott for doing weird news, and nice. they're pretty awesome. awesome. Got one coming up this weekend. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. I'm excited. What about you, Mr. Gamboa? What's going on uh, with you? You know, I'm still plotting. I'm, I'm working on that villa story. I got a chapter out last week. I'm, I've been fiercely working because I'm caught up now. I'm caught, I was like all cocky because I had... <laughs> Plenty of words to throw out there, and now I'm caught up. So now I got to write new chapters. So that's that's keeping me on on the on my <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so I'm working on that. Working Operation Zulu Four, which hopefully by this summer will be out. I know I've told people last summer is going to come out. So I'm working on that. To finish off that series, and um, working on this book for Silent Studio. I I'm almost done with it, and. Uh, I'm playing with you guys, which is always fun. Always, always like, and now that we've got the four Mouseketeers here, it's great. And I'm going to try to get this microphone to work. That's what I'm going to be working on this thing. I know Rich is thinking bad things too. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> You're in giggling. She can, she can see him That's what his wife said. Hey, microphone, microphone envy. I, I can't. <laughs> well, look at what I'm working with now. <laughs> Which one? Which one is my girl? See, she's going to fit right in, guys. It's not Thank the size you. of the wand. It's Thank the magician. <laughs> I know, folks out there. Let me know which one you want to see me put it, put my face every week. This one or this one? This looks like it's got an afro. Well, the other one looks like it's got the link, though. It looks like a minion. All right. Anyway, minion sex. Oh. <laughs> on that note I would like to remind you in addition to the weekly live stream of watching weird weird realities podcast is interviewing your favorite authors filmmakers and experts of all weird things three sometimes four times a month so be sure to like subscribe and follow us you can get alerts um, we'll be here same time same place next week at which time we're going to be watching some other weird movies and of course, you can find us on Anchor, Google Podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, and more. That's it. Until next time, guys, stay weird. Thanks for showing up. Take it easy, everyone. Everybody. Yeah. <laughs>